Welcome back to Dad Bod Walking. Go for a walk, talk about Dad Bod stuff, which is important. I'm with Lynn, she does the smart stuff, I do the blokey noises. And uh, Lynn fills in all the meat around the bones so that we've got the technical and the thinking, not just Mike going, do this or I'll fucking slap you, because I tend to do that. So if you haven't joined us before, join us again, subscribe, do that shit. Join the group, that's the most important thing, join the group or just listen along. But if you're part of the group, you'll get a whole bunch more. Today we're talking a little bit different because we're in the middle of a challenge and um, I get these little bitches on the challenge going, and I want to do your challenge because the challenge is no good for me because I've got my routine. I'm happy with my routine. I don't want to do a challenge. If that's you, you're a fucking idiot. And one of the reasons why is, is because as a dad bod, one of the things we need to be able to do is to flex outside our normal routine. Now, if you're a bloke and you're listening in, you're 30, 40, 50 years old, you're a dad bod, we've got that bit sorted. One of the great things about being a bloke, aside from the fact that we can stand up and wee, is that we have a 24-hour hormone clock, which means we love, 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 love routine. Our bodies love routine, and a lot of our minds actually enjoy the regularity of routine. Because we love routine, what that means is our food, our movement, our sleep, and our mindset is geared towards and synced into a regular routine. So when I give you an exercise routine or an eating routine, you actually enjoy the consistency and the routine of that. So that's awesome because you follow the routine, you enjoy it, you don't need huge amounts of variety, you don't get smashed around by hormones like the girlies do. So that's the good thing. One of the challenges is if you get into a robust, repetitive routine, you're getting right on the border of the complacency piece where your body starts to become complacent around the routine and it therefore no longer challenges you. So when I say being flexible, it means taking yourself outside your routine, your complacency zone, and stretching along the lines of food, movement, sleep, and mindset so you're able to be more flexible and you come outside that routine so you challenge your body. That all makes sense to me in my blokey way, in my simp way, my simples, but there's some psychology and some physiology behind it, apparently. Is that, is that right, Lynn? There's always a bit of psychology in there and uh, usually a bit of physiology as well, so absolutely. Um, so, as you just said, Mike, uh, men love routine and routine works really, really well. But what we're talking about here is, yes, have the routine of doing exercise every day. Have the routine of doing it at the most beneficial time of the day. Have the routine of making sure your mornings are working for you. That you're maximising the benefit of cortisol and testosterone that's high in the morning. So have your routines to structure your day. But when it comes to your exercise... Again, yes, have routines to support you, but don't do the same thing day in, day out, day in, day out. And the reason for that is that basically our bodies adapt. Our bodies and our brains both adapt. So let's just talk about the body first. When we, when we train our body, what we're going to do is we're actually going to use overload. So we use a system of progressive overload to strengthen certain muscles, to build muscle, to get toned, to, um, to improve our cardiovascular system and our cardiovascular performance, to get fitter, to get faster. And what that means is that we gradually build up. So if you are just starting out and you're trying to build muscle, 
then you'd be in the gym, you'd have a routine that you that you would do, and you'd gradually increase the number of reps, the number of sets, and the amount of weight that you can lift over a period of time. And you'd measure that through doing the same routine, but gradually, as I said, increasing those rep schemes, the set scheme, or the weights. And you'd see over perhaps a six to eight week period, you'd actually see your improvement. So that's awesome because you then know you've improved. But then what happens is when you get to a certain point, six to eight weeks in, the body has taken all that progressive overload. It's given you the benefits. You've built the muscle. And then it says, all right, that's fine. That's enough now. I've got used to the stress that you're placing on me. I've learned to adapt to that stress. I've built the muscle as far as I want to. And um, thank you very much. I'm going to have a rest now. So typically that's where in a progressive overload system, you then change it up a bit. You change the routine. You change the muscle groups ever so slightly. You change the stimulus. You change um, the type of uh, work that you're doing in the gym. So you might go from German um, strength training, like a five by five type of routine to another type of routine. So you change it up and you change it up to keep the body flexing and adapting because that's how we can continue to get stronger, faster, fitter, healthier is by continuing to change that stimulus. So it's really important that when we use routine for structure, we still have a way to increase the overload, but to do it safely. So by changing up every now and then, which can be either done by changing your routine out at set intervals every six weeks, every eight weeks, or simply throwing in a completely different stimulus every now and then. So you might say once a month, I'm going to do a week of something completely different. And when you do that, you might find that you've been building your strength and that's awesome, but your cardiovascular performance has slipped. So that tells you, you need to do a bit more cardiovascular. Um, you might find that your core stability's dropped off a bit. So you need to do a bit more work on your core. And so you'll actually find the areas that have slipped as you've been working on your standard routine. So allowing the body to have a different or giving the body a different type of stressor, different type of physical stress every now and then changes it up and makes you much more flexible. Um, and I don't mean flexible in terms of stretching, I mean physically flexible, metabolically flexible. It means that you can adapt to any different situation. The body will start to get more and more resilient to different stressors. So all of a sudden, if you've got a day's rope climbing with the kids, you'll be able to do it, no problem, even though you haven't trained rope climbing because your body becomes very efficient at adapting. So that's kind of the physical side of adaption. The second part of it is the mental side of adaption. And this one's really, really simple. Simp. Simp. Simp for simps. <laughs> this one is super simple because well, I'll understand it. <laughs> you might. <laughs> you get half a chance. Um, basically, the, the mind is way stronger than the body. And you've heard the expression before the body will go where the mind leads. Or to put it on the flip side, if the mind fails, the body will fail. And usually, with most people, the mind fails first. 
So we've got this amazing capacity to do more than we actually think we can do. Typically 30 to 40% more than we think we can do. So a really good example is somebody in a gym doing squats might have a limit of 140 kilos on their squat and they think that's their limit. There's a really good chance their body can actually do 20, 30, 40% more than that with the right training and doing lifting safely, of course, but it's the mind that limits us. So because we've achieved that 140 squat in the past, our mind says, I can't go any further. I failed at 142.5 last time, so don't even try it. And the mind puts up the blockers and the barriers and they become quite hardwired. So the mind is the, one, is the thing that's all powerful. The mind is the thing that lets us down. But if we can actually drive the mind, the body will follow and we'll be able to get significant training adaption again. So by challenging and by putting different stresses on the body, what we're doing is we're tricking the mind to get out of those routines because it doesn't know what's coming. So every now and then doing a week of something completely different or going to a CrossFit gym where you're doing a different um, exercise routine every single day, all those things will build again that flexibility in the mind and the can-do attitude and the resilience to push through barriers that you, you may think you've got, physical barriers that you think you've got. Excellent. So the physiology and the psychology is sound. We need to stretch outside our comfort zone. The practical application is really simple. I talk about food, movement, sleep mindset. So food, we have some overarching macros, percentages of fat, carbohydrates, proteins, but you need to stretch outside your comfort zone. You need to explore different foods, you need to explore different ways of eating, you may need to explore possibly fasting, short-term fast, intermittent, extended fast, because you're challenging the way you eat. Because if you get into the same routine, eating the same food over and over again, you are not flexing and not becoming flexible in the food area and your body becomes complacent and it doesn't, can't adapt when you have something different or your routine changes. If it's movement, as Lynn said, you might be challenging yourself. Yes, we're saying two on, one off, two on, one off. But that two on and the one off can be varied. That's why now you'll see we advocate some plyometrics, some HIIT training, some core training, resistance training. It's all about giving the variety still under the banner of daily movement with a rest day, but giving some variety. Even sleep. So you're getting into a routine of good quality sleep, good quantity of sleep, but it's okay to challenge that, not to decrease the amount of sleep, but look at different sleep hacks. Try different ways to explore your PM routine. Try different ways to benefit your sleep. Don't get complacent. Don't be a lazy fuck. Get complacent and don't be a princess when I have a post or a challenge that says, come and challenge yourself. And you say, look, I'm really happy doing this. I don't want to change. All you're doing is saying, I'm lazy, I'm complacent, and I'm comfortable, and that comfort zone could be your undoing. So hopefully you got some tips. Thank you for joining us on Dad Abod Walking. Come back again tomorrow for some more pearls of wisdom from Lino and myself.